0: Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Uh,
1: my name is Quiva Flynn. I'm a first year joint honours media and politics student.
0: Uh, Shane Darling, I'm a first year media and politics student and I'm um, a member of Young Fine Gael. Hi, I'm Charlie Kinsella and I'm
2: a first year accounting and finance student.
3: I'm Sir Kane Kanela and I'm a second year Bachelor of Education student and I chair DCU Fall.
2: And I'm Ross Boyd. I'm part of Social Sciences and Culture and I'm part of a member of the DCU Social Democrats.
4: Yeah, yep. I I think it was really sad actually that um, Lea Learida didn't get as much of a vote even though I didn't vote for her I think her family has given a significant contribution to the mm. Irish culture and that's such an important aspect of the presidency now okay maybe Michael D, who apparently is God's gift to Irish mm. culture mm. And, everything else, <laughs> and, the the Polish, and everything else and <laughs> do- uh, he loves the
3: and everything else he's set up TG Car, creating millions of jobs <laughs> but
4: at the same time for Lea Learida to get literally 8% of the vote really shows the disconnect between voters and the contribution that certain people make to Irish society and I think her father in particular, Sean O'Reilly and also her. She's done a pretty good job in the European Parliament and I wouldn't be the first one to, um, you know, to to jump on top of her. I think the vaccine issue was kind of blown completely out of proportion. But that lost for so someone. much support. Oh, there's a difference between losing someone and thousands of votes and doing the right thing. I think for anyone to question science isn't a bad thing. She wanted more information, and I think that was the premise of the interview, and it was blown completely out of proportion. And does that mean that if you're running for office now, you can't ask questions of people in authority?
3: Of course, it's perfectly fine to ask questions. However, for the gen- a lot of the candidates, there was kind of um, a discomfort in... A- approaching what they did say she did make comments she could have said hey this is the context it's fine she could have cleared it up on day one and that would have been grand but it wasn't it was the same with Sean Gallagher the tweet stuff from 2011 is still around people don't really (laughs) want to vote for him Um, even though I know him very well and he's a good friend I wouldn't want to be like crap, not or anything. But the thing is, he didn't have a fresh campaign. You kind of reused twenty eleven, and then sure looked like the. You could see it in the results. The results were quite low for him. So.
1: I think people are appealing to the personalities as well. Like he was trying to please everyone, mm-hmm. um, but I think people who aren't interested in politics appeal to personalities rather than what the people actually stand for. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you know yeah. what I mean? I think people should be kind of more inclined to do their research before they vote for the. Public. And he
3: was also people are calling him fresh. I've seen this a lot among like fresh. I'm I'm involved in many groups, but the thing is I've seen some people calling him fresh. So I just came back and I was like, male, stale, not living in Ireland, <laughs> and a millionaire. And yeah. I mean, and a landlord, <laughs> not to, not to add into that. So I said, when you look into our government at the moment, how many are male? How many are from? How many are have a lot of money? How many of them come from influential families? How many of them are landlords? It's not fresh. It's not fresh at all. So these like ideas of fresh is only coming because it happened in other countries. Yeah. So people mm-hmm. were like, "Ooh, look at this thing to like stir." Like it's not. Yeah fresh at all what would be fresh is if we had a traveler maybe running for president who was young female that would be fresh what isn't fresh is a male just like sean gallagher and just like mm. gavin duffy running
2: 19th. absolutely i think we'll just do a bit of a theresa may dance just to, like <laughs> the rest of Europe, to the eu27 there's actually God for some radio really, really
0: really other important things happening in the eu believe it or not it, there isn't just brexit happening um so Recently, um, the Italian government proposed their budget to the EU Commission and the EU Commission um, rejected it um, because uh, Italy basically wants to increase its its deficit. Um, They've had little or no growth in the economy for the last year Um, and the EU have basically said, you're completely going outside our spending rules. You you can't go ahead with this. And the Italian government, which is um, a coalition of the five-star movement, and uh, the league which are two anti-EU parties and very proud of being anti-EU parties um, they said that they're just going to go ahead and do it anyway Um, which is completely against EU rules Um, and the EU have said that they could Jean-Claude Juncker said that they could um, uh, impose fines of nearly 3.5 billion euro um, on on Italy Um, so that's a huge thing that doesn't really get enough traction in the news because no, it really of Brexit yeah. <laughs> but um, that's that's a huge issue and I think we should be giving just due regard in the media to any member state just as much as the other I know Brexit is going to have a huge impact on this country but that's just as much as an of an issue to it, Europe
4: it really is <laughs> <laughs>
1: So international news, and I guess um, Jared um He's also been referred to as Trump of the tropics, um, which I think is actually kind of offensive to Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so <that's laughs> but so, anyways, character. he's a far-right former army captain, and he served seven terms as a congressman. And so, because that he's been involved in politics for about twenty-five years or so. Hmm. Uh, Bolsonaro won this year's uh, presidential election by 55% of ballot votes. I think it's important to um, note that I think it was 30% of the population that didn't exercise their vote, um, which Mm. is like the biggest since 1989, I think. think, Um, So anyways, he's proudly proclaimed that he is a homophobic, racist and misogynistic in multiple interviews. He stated that he is in favour of torture and voices concerns about the international refugee crisis, claiming that refugees are, and I quote, scum of the earth. Now, when you look at the refugee crisis internationally, I think it's it's an absolute tragic mm. event that's mm. happening. you know what I mean? And for him, one of the leading, like one of the main leaders in the world to turn turn around and to call them scum, mm. I think
0: the, the problem seems to be that um, due to America's history of, let's say, um, post-colonialism. <laughs> yes, let's say that um, in in other countries. Um, people seem reluctant to support American recognition of other world leaders because of what has happened in the Middle East and other countries. Now, that's that's just what a lot of people believe in, but there seems to be a lot of support across the world, in the Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, um, in Europe, uh, in lots of other uh, South American countries. Um, a lot of people just want Maduro gone. So uh, it it appears, though, that there's going to be no, no sign of, of any of this ceasing
1: it's really a washy There's no kind of it doesn't make any sense. The only reason that I can kind of see behind it is that they both kind of have not so much a fear or like anything, but they're a bit worried about the recent support for Sinn Fein. Um in the north obviously Sinn Fein has the majority of the nationalist vote. And um, in recent months, they've kind of gained a lot more support down south as well. And it's the only 32-county party, I think, is it? 32-county mm, yes, party? Yes. Um, whereas Fianna Fáil is 26-county, and the SDLP is just the north. Mm. So perhaps maybe they're kind of merging together to take a stance against Sinn Féin. And, and I know there's going to be some... No, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We all have our opinions. It's opinion. the only reason I can see that makes sense. I'm uh, interested to hear yeah. in this. Yeah. When, when yeah.
5: I heard about it first, I thought it was a really smart idea. Because okay. You said there, um, you know, there was some sort of a fear between Fianna Fáil and the SDLP, the rise of Sinn Féin and their powers. But Mm -hmm. I think it's really smart because there's lots of nationalists in Northern Ireland who might feel, you know, betrayed by Sinn Féin. The fact that Stormont has been closed for two years and their MPs or their TDs, whatever, aren't doing their job. They're not doing their work for them. And they're annoyed and they don't want to be ruled from Westminster. They don't want that. And I think it's smart. It's a good player for Fianna Fáil to get up the north because from the grassroots, from grassroots members there is a big pull on going up north and like I said, becoming a, a 32 county um, party because we need to be, because we're a Republican party and it's not just Sinn Féin is a Republican party now, and there's two Yeah. and Fianna Gael might be one, I don't I know. I beg your pardon, there's <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> it just no, kind but that's of it. I, think. I, I, I thought it was a smart play because you know to, to really capture and get hold of those nationalists who are on the fence about Sinn Féin and feel like their vote is nearly discarded for going for the SDLP because they don't have any real support. It's, it's oh, they have a, they have an idea of what they want, but they don't know what it is. Yeah, I think
2: last time I think the EU Commission also used the spice girls to tell us what it want, what he really really wants <laughs> as well. Yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah, and we also heard in the week um, Donald Tusk using some very very strong language Ooh, yes. um, right. towards the British MPs in a meeting he had with Leo Bracken in a press conference, and he turned around and said, "There's a special place in hell." the people who planned out Brexit without even a, I think you said a notion, or was it a, a sketch of a plan? A sketch yeah. yeah. Which just shows the EU are fed up discussing Brexit. Correct. Yeah. It's getting in the way of, of, of other issues that are impending on the EU, on the European Union, and they're fed up as well. Yeah. And they're fed up with this constant, as you said, Ross, this constant cycle of, you know, we'll give you a deal, go back to the commons, the commons don't want to go back to Brussels. It's a constant, constant cycle oh actually we, we didn't we didn't actually uh, just a side note we didn't talk about the thank you cat oh you
2: card. <laughs> I feel Ariana Grande would just be like I yeah. think I think Ariana think, I think, I mean, would be like thank you next when it came to that and then they realised <laughs> it was Theresa May next for yeah. younger know, kind of whatnot I, I was okay say, like,
5: go back I don't mean to be bad but like you, you thought, know, thought it was cringeworthy didn't you yeah like <laughs> you always say they, they have been told Leo Frager, the teacher has been told to be you know or savvy and I just thought that was a bit too crazy. That
2: was EU savvy.
5: Well, in fairness, oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't from Leo. It was from it a was woman. From, it was, from it was from a from family. It, it was the, the photograph was taken oh, no, and, and put in the papers and put it over. I on, on, put it online and it looked like it was Leo Bracker nearly thanking the EU for you know mm. allowing Ireland to be such a big well, negotiator, was, was a big seat at the table. It was a woman who got in touch with. Um,
0: uh, Leo Varadkar's office yeah. and had written a card and asked knew he was going to Brussels yeah, and said yeah. could you please give this to Jean-Claude Juncker which I thought was incredible he's saying that Trump's crazy and which we're probably all aware of that but he's doing it legally and actually going to make a point of it so um, it's another day in the White House but uh, it's it's getting beyond oh, comprehension it's crazy
5: but it still stands down to this one thing like, it's just Trump hoping that he can invest in bricks and mortar again and just have more of a legacy. Like, That's mm. all. It is. It's Why Atlantic
0: but, like, City, but on the southern border. Like, yeah. <laughs>
5: but, like, think about it. Everything he does, like Trump Tower, Trump Casino, mm. everything was like, you know, they're buildings. They're trying to be something that he can look at, or someone can look at, it and years to come, and go, oh yeah, that guy. You know what I mean? The legacy kind of thing.
1: You think he'd spend that on something more like productive, kind of? Do you know, like he could put it See, into. That's the a, that's the thing.
5: Like he could easily. Yeah. That's the yeah. idea, yeah, but he's no Johnson. But this this is the thing. he a lot of Republicans see this as a, as a productive thing, you know. Yeah. It's just funny how in, par- in the party politics in America is so funny how they divide so severely mm. on issues like this, especially immigration. And it's just uh, I, I can't I can't believe it's still going on this far. I remember when, he, when it was first mentioned. Like, I think it was a year and a half, two years ago now.
1: Yeah. So the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Boris Nem, again the name thing. Boris Nemtsov's memorial march in Moscow. He was a very liberal politician who was shot dead four years ago and the organisers of the march use the event as both a memorial and a protest against Vladimir Putin. Uh, they use slogans such as Russia without Putin, down with the Tsar and we have given Russia over to scoundrels. It's time to take it back. And it just kind of reflects like the global trend of citizens being unhappy and standing up to their leaders. Yeah.
2: If you're standing up to leaders, but try to do it in a country
5: like Russia. I was about to say, yeah. that's a very, very... <laughs> very was that, that was the guy who was shot outside the Kremlin, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah even that like, that's so a scene that's a scene from a shooter. bond movie like yeah. and then putin i remember putin coming out and saying i will hi- i'll head the investigation myself to look into personally who killed them mm. so and you're like oh, okay that's, <laughs> yeah. and it's unresolved you solve exactly my
0: only issue with this is like you can question the validity of of the the polls in russia and all this but putin is incredibly popular among the russian people yeah like yeah. it, it, it is oh, actually like them, it's yeah. 75 80% approval rating Regardless, and they're not, a, you ever go, oh, sure, they're only polls taken by, you know, they're taken by Putin, yeah. You know? People, r- Russia is a very, you know, anti democratic state in comparison very to unique. everywhere else. Very yeah, it's very unique, yeah. But and they do have certain Russia. elements of democracy that, that are there, you know, and they have elections, and Putin has voted in, but a huge majority. Yeah. Every, you know, and he's now, is he 25 years? Either as president or prime minister
2: I of Russia. President, I yeah. pr- I think,
5: well, he swapped. It, he swapped his role. He did. He
0: swapped his role to give him go. more time. Again, yeah. that's another example of something that he does. It's not against the constitution. It's not. It's not illegal. No. Do you know what no, I mean? No, it, it's, 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 it's different, and it, and it doesn't happen very often. But he does it. So.
1: So the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Boris Nem- Again, the name thing. Boris Nemtsov's memorial march in Moscow. He was a very liberal politician who was shot dead four years ago and the organisers of the march use the event as both a memorial and a protest against Vladimir Putin. Uh, they use slogans such as Russia without Putin, down with the Tsar, and we have given Russia over to scoundrels, it's time to take it back. And it just kind of reflects like the global trend of citizens being unhappy and standing up to their leaders. Yeah,
2: if you're standing up to leaders, but try to do it in a country like Russia. I was about to say, yeah.
5: that's a very, <laughs> very, very, Was that, that was the guy who was shot outside the Kremlin wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Even that, like that's so a scene. That's a scene from a Bond movie, like. Yeah. And yeah. then Putin. I remember Putin coming out and saying, "I will, hi- I will head the investigation myself to look into personally who killed them." Mm. And so you're like, oh, okay. You're that's <laughs> yeah. And it's now solved. It. Exactly. It's a mystery, so. but m- exactly. My
0: only issue with this is, like, you can question the validity of of the the polls in Russia and all this, but Putin is incredibly popular among the Russian people. Yeah. He, like it, it is actually like him, yeah. it's 75, 80 percent approval rating. Regardless, and they're not. A, you, everyone goes. Oh, sure they're only polls taken, but you know they're taken by Putin. Yeah, you know? people. R- Russia is a very you know anti-democratic state in comparison it's very unique, to everywhere else. Very yeah, it's very unique. Yeah, but and they do the have certain rules. elements of democracy that that are there. You know, and they have elections, and Putin has voted in, but a huge majority. Yeah, every you know, and he's now. Is he twenty five years? Either as president or prime minister I would say of Russia.
2: President, I yeah. pro- I think
5: well, he, he swapped. He swapped his role. He did. He swapped his role. Yeah, that was, that was, to
0: give him more time. Again, that's another example of something that he does. It's not against the constitution. It's not. It's not illegal. Yeah. Do you know? No, what it's I not mean? constitutionally wrong. It's different, and and it doesn't happen very often. But he does it. So it's this thing when people say with Russia and Putin, he's still very popular. The people still want him. Obviously, everyone wants democracy and real democracy but the Russian people seem to be happy enough with where they are at the moment yeah, a lot so. of them
1: to be fair they've had some pretty bad leaders they in the past yeah. so compared to yeah. them I mean, he's
0: not that bad obviously there are some
5: people who, who want more democracy anymore. I mean yeah, I, just, I just find anytime we talk about Russia I just find out it is it's so unique no one really has a clue no, I like get so it's interesting not real. no one, knows. It's no one really knows right. what's happening there and yes. it's kinda like you'd love to go there for a year or two you know, they have the <laughs> safety of not being killed. <laughs> yeah, oh. that too. Yeah, but it will be very interesting. International unity really will be nice. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm covering uh, how the European Parliament works, and um, it's quite funny because I, I kind of done a bit of research myself before, like you know, coming on the show and talking about it, and it's it, I kind of find it funny how there's so many Irish people out there, including myself. Who actually don't know how the parliament works, and it's funny that the the, the kind of the layers of bureaucracy.
1: You kind of have to give it to them though, like fair play for like standing their ground and sticking to their own opinions rather than following a party. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, are I don't know what the word is. They're not confirming to those ideas. Oh yeah. Is that the word? They're not they associating doing? themselves to those kinds Yeah, kind do of those. you know. So they kind of they get mm. to keep their own opinions and stand their ground. But as you said, it probably is fairly ineffective. So that,
2: that lack of transparency has also got a bit of quite a bit of opposition. Yeah, exactly,
5: to you. exactly. And then a lot of people say, "Oh, hang on." How many Irish MEPs were over there discussing that motion? Maybe none were on the committee that came up with the no It came from maybe the council, so no one had a say in it. You know, that kind of way. So it, it is, it has that, there is that kind of bit of lack, as you said, Ross, that kind of lack of transparency when it comes to things.
0: That part you can kind of sympathise with Britain for wanting to leave, to want to make their own kind of laws and stuff. Mm, yeah. But I, I Personally, I don't think that people other countries the fact we only have 11, 11 MEPs compared to like in UK of 73 or something was that in Germany have even more that when these MEP, MEPs aren't being as vocal about these issues that if something gets a directive comes on to Ireland that no one's really saying anything about it so I think that each mm. individual country should primarily make their own laws and come down to this I don't think that the EU should be kind of telling people what to do as such
2: so otherwise, thank you all for listening. This is the Paul for this, this is unofficially, but probably hopefully will be sort of plugged by the European Parliament office and this time on voting. This time of voting is the apolitical grassroots campaign, which seeks to get people to vote in the European elections on the twenty fourth of May. I'll be making sure to get the socials up and crazy with like sort of the hashtag of this time on voting and Oscar Elgar and no sure beck may also point to you. So otherwise, <laughs> Google <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> It just it just feels like leaving it all again. Just tell a you year you <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I thank you for listening. I thank you for Elliot for coming on to show to Miss Chain for the, the day. Thank you. Don't worry, he'll probably be another permanent guest at this rate. <laughs> 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 just like Jack was. <laughs> I was like, I think it's just it's just me, just me and Quiver now. The OGs. <laughs> oh geez, <laughs> the OGs. <laughs>